It's time for your weekly hot mug of coffee talk with your host, Jonathan Harmon. Hey everybody, it's Jonathan Harmon with the J. Harmon Home Team, powered by Keller Williams, with my buddy John Brockwell. Um, I have known this guy since I coached at Blackman. That would have been 2006 when I started there. Can you believe it's been that long? I have annoyed the ever-loving mess out of this guy for that long. So, and he's always, always done it with a smile. At least, at least that I can tell. Maybe on the phone, he probably hangs up and slams the phone down and everything else. But no, uh, you guys do such a great job. I, I doubt that there's been. I don't. I can't think of a single time where I've been frustrated with you guys. Good. That's that's awesome in 13 years. Because <laughs> I'm I'm not that easy to work with sometimes. So uh, anyway, John Brockwell owns uh, Ideas Tees and Raiders Tees. Um, and uh, Ideas Tees, you, you guys are back here kind of behind Chewy's is what I always tell people on Ridgely Road. Yeah. And uh, got, in my opinion, the best selection of MTSU gear uh, in the county. Um, even better than some other places that should have better MTSU gear. <laughs> Not that I'm going to name any names, but uh, always my go-to place for blue, uh, blue stuff. Um, so, John, tell me, tell, how long have you been in this business, first of all? I started my own business in 1985. Uh, I got a degree in animal science from the University of Tennessee at Martin. Uh, started working for Tennessee Farmers Co-op and they moved me to, uh, after two years in West Tennessee training, they moved me to Laverne, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, we've sort of made it home since then. Uh, stayed with them until 1985 and then with uh, two daughters, a two-year-old and a four-year-old, I decided I wanted to be home more, and, and I was just gone a lot. Yeah. And so I decided that I would uh, do something on my own. My dad had been in business for himself for 40-something years and, and uh, got into the marketing business to start with, which is what I did for them. Mm -hmm. uh, we started uh, calling on all the companies that we had spent their advertising dollars over the past 10 years and uh, actually did a lot of national programs for a lot of different uh, agricultural farm supply companies. So in, when you say marketing, like commercials or print ads or? It was mostly direct to consumer type promotions. Um, we did everything from one of, the, one of the first, one of the biggest we did was for a, a cooperative up in Illinois uh, where we gave away uh, coveralls and we imprinted a logo from one of their suppliers onto the coveralls, sent them out individually, and sent out almost 2,000 pair of coveralls over a four state area. Good gracious. Um, we also did everything from the little leather pouches that attach to your belt that have a tool in them. Did, did a lot of those. Most of those were vice grip tools. Mm -hmm. uh, we did uh, even did uh, three-day cruises for a company out of Chicago okay. to introduce one of their new products. Very nice. So it, it was it was a little different type of promotion that we were, were doing for folks. Um, about four years into doing that, I realized that every other week I was driving or flying to Chicago or New Orleans or Syracuse, New York or somewhere. And I just said, there's got to be something better than this. I quit the co-op because I didn't want to travel, and now I'm traveling again. Yeah. And uh, so at the time, we had bought a building in downtown Murfreesboro, 
and started a small screen printing operation and we were printing for a lot of elementary schools. My wife was an elementary school teacher and we were printing for about 20 different elementary schools in Williamson and Rutherford County. Took the ball and ran with look, it, huh? Looking at the financials, we thought, well, this looks like a pretty good deal to do. Yeah. And uh, that sort of morphed into uh, doing state parks. We did a lot of merchandise for state parks. Uh, and then, to probably more by accident than anything else, uh, we fixed a bunch of t-shirts for a TWSAA uh, soccer tournament that had the wrong, had a wrong, had a misprint on it. Uh -huh. And we were able to fix those for them. And uh, the couple that we were dealing with uh, who did all of the merchandise for TWSAA, they retired a couple of years after that. And uh, we started doing their merchandise. Uh, wow. Four or five years later, uh, being on MTSU's campus for volleyball and and basketball, and at that time football, mm -hmm. um, we were approached by some folks at MTSU to, to look at opening an MTSU store. And it uh, sounded like a pretty good idea. We were going to a lot of games. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was uh, just interesting to, to take a different role at a lot of those games. Yeah, and you know, MTSU historically, um, at, at least from what I can tell, has not been uh, very uh, liberal with their licensing uh, logos and, and things like that. It seems like it's hard to find their stuff sometimes. Well, it's it's not it's not the university's fault. It uh, it tends to be um, there are companies out there that make merchandise that own licenses, and you have to own a license that to make merchandise for resale. Sure. Uh, which we own one. There's, right. There's not many folks that have those. Right. Uh, it's not that they're they're, people, they don't want folks to do it. It's just they're just folks that don't do it. Um, you have to make to be able to to be able to make merchandise. You've got to be able to afford the minimums. And one of the first campus merchandising shows I went to, a lot of people would look at my name tag from a lot of these manufacturers and say, "Oh, well, we don't do anything for MTSU." And my next nobody question, bought their stuff, right? Well, it wasn't that nobody was buying it. They nobody would buy the minimum. And so we, we looked at it from the standpoint of saying, uh, well, what's the minimum? And there, are, there have been instances where we've bought merchandise that we've carried for two and a half years just to sell the minimum. Mm -hmm. But we've been able to have some merchandise that no one else has. Mm -hmm. Also, by having a license, we're able to authorize some manufacturers to manufacture stuff for us that you just don't find everywhere else. Uh -huh. And so we have a lot of very unique merchandise here that it's, you're only going to find it in our store. Right. Yeah. And, and that's absolutely the case. I mean, we've, you know, there's been several times where, you know, you see, you see stuff here and there and it's starting to get a little more, you know, fans are, are buying to where other people are taking a chance on it. But even still, I mean, if you want something, uh, uh, if you had an NTSU fan um, in your family and you don't shop here for Christmas, then you're missing the boat. We, we like to think that. I've been a sports fan most of my life. I was the sportswear chairman for my fraternity in college. Um, it's like built into you, isn't it? <laughs> every, every since then, when we go somewhere to, for a football game, and, and we travel, we used to travel a lot more than we do now, but, but uh, we've gone to Starkville, we've gone to Birmingham, we've gone 
uh, to Knoxville. We've gone to Lexington and Louisville. So we've gone to a lot of places. I always spend a few minutes looking in the sporting goods stores to see what they have. Sure. And so when uh, MTSQU came to us initially to request that we look into doing that, I already had the background. Yeah. You know, I already knew most of the places that we could contact. And because I'd picked up the packages of the different items and turned them over and looked at them. Right. And, and if you're in this business, it's a continual process of looking at, well, what are customers buying today? What, sure. is, what are they asking for? Uh, in, a, in a lot of cases, can we afford the minimum? Right. Well, and, and you also listen to the people that come in here, right? I mean, you have your regulars, your folks that, that spend money with you. You know, I remember I asked, um, this has been several years ago, I, I want an apron. Can you get me an apron? And you're like, we don't have aprons. And I'm like, I understand, but can you get an apron? And about a year and a half later, you had an apron, you know, and I'm not saying that you did it for me, but apparently enough people asked for it uh, that you took a chance. Bucket hats was the other thing, you know. Um, I had asked about that, and you said, well, we're, we're looking into that. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, a few years later, there's bucket hats in here. So, and I'm looking right now, I see two of them um, on, the, on the racks over there. We, we have a couple of different colors and styles. Phone call interrupted. There we go. That's the problem with you when you record these things on on a phone and when you do them on there you get all kinds of other stuff interrupting um so obviously and i'm going to show you guys here in a second the the mtsu store um so that's your your retail front of house type stuff but i mean that is the tip of the iceberg on what you it, guys do isn't it it truly is we're we started as a screen printer um we added uh, a little over 10 years ago we added in-house embroidery mm-hmm. um, by the way done here <laughs> so we do uh, we do a lot of uh, merchandise for a lot of businesses uh, our largest customer is probably uh, well is uh, TWSWA sure uh, we do all of their state championship events uh, this past weekend we were in Smyrna working the bowling event mm-hmm. uh, not this coming weekend but the weekend after that we'll be at uh, Franklin doing team wrestling dual wrestling mm-hmm. Uh, then two weeks after that, we do individual wrestling, uh-huh. and then we do three weeks of basketball. And uh, then um, our next event is May, and it's five state championships all in the same week. Uh, we do 10% of our total volume that week in a four-day period. That's crazy. And uh, so it takes us six weeks to get ready for it. And y'all do, I mean, y'all do the cheerleading uh, competitions. You do, of course, the football uh, stuff out in Cookville now. Um, I mean, you do all of them, right? Yes. Uh, yes. We spent actually four days in Cookville. The, the ninth game was postponed, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that that game was postponed until Sunday. So I was spent Saturday night up there and worked the game on Sunday, and then came home. Um, we've done a lot over the years. We we've, we've worked with a lot of different groups, doing a lot of things. Uh, sometimes we've just provided merchandise for them to sell, which we do with a lot of the football booster clubs in the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes we actually set up and, and sell ourselves. It just depends on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. You guys, the, the first thing I ever got from you guys was uh, warm-ups for the wrestling team that I coached um, and maybe T-shirts at the same time. I think it was all, all of the above at, at once. And uh, then you guys came to one of our tournaments and sold some, some merchandise at a tournament. Uh, if I remember, did you guys do transfers on site there? I think no. We actually we we have never been a big fan of transfers on site. Uh, we've looked at direct printing. We've done that on site. I 
I bought a small printer one time where mm -hmm. we could actually take it. Uh, there's just so many variables in screen printing. Uh, did the ink get hot enough that it cured properly? Um, and quite frankly, it smells. It does put out an odor. <laughs> um, so we no we we act, we did some printing. Um, we did some printing on the uh, at that before we did the weight classifications on the sleeves. Okay. Uh, we also did pins on the sleeves, but um, we just don't really do that. It's just not our thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we go to all these state tournaments, everything's pre-printed. Uh, for basketball, for instance, we'll actually, for the final day, we'll take championship shirts for both teams. Uh, one set of shirts will sell for the team that wins. The, the team that doesn't win, uh, those shirts are grouped together and sent to Mexico the next year. So somewhere around the world, there are a whole bunch of inaccurate T-shirts. We've actually, <laughs> we've actually sent shirts uh, over the past ten or twelve years to Sierra Leone. Uh, we had a connection with a guy who was a, a a missionary there, and every other year or so, they would pack up an ocean-going container, uh, and whatever extra T-shirts we had, we would put them on it. Uh, we've worked with, uh, when Katrina hit New Orleans, we sent merchandise to New Orleans. Uh, we've sent them to two Native American reservations, one in South Dakota and one in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we bumped into this group that the week between Christmas and New Year's, they take a lot of high school seniors in, in a group of churches in, in Mount Julius, and they take them to Matamoros, Morris, Mexico and they actually work with folks who live on the side of a dump. Mm -hmm. And these people, their basic job is recycling materials that's dumped there every day. Oh, wow. And uh, so we sent them brand new t-shirts that are sports related in most cases. Um, we, um, they, they also group with that dental supplies and they feed them a meal and, and you have some 17 and 18 year olds that get to see a different side of the world that they've never seen. Completely different, yeah. And uh, the minister for that church has actually come to visit me uh, when he was visiting the churches in Mount Juliet that he deals with to tell me that uh, the brand new sports related t-shirts are one of the hottest things they give away. Wow, that's, that's interesting. That's, that's very cool. Well, I, I, as far as service goes um, on your business, I, I can't think of a more customer-centric service business around. Um, I mean, you guys, uh, just as an example, I, I assume you guys do this for other companies as well. I don't think I'm that special, but you digitize my logo, you keep it here, and if I want a jacket, you know, as long as I'm willing to wait for it, right? Yeah. I say, hey, can you get me another one of those? And instead of having to go through the process of getting 20 of them, you know, now T-shirts are a little bit different, of course, um, but on the, the custom embroidery and that kind of stuff, you guys take good care of me. takes a, you know, a week, maybe two, to turn it around, depending on how fast the item gets in. Yeah. And, uh, and you guys take great care of us. And, uh, you know, prices are, are, I think they're right exactly what I would expect them to be. Um, now, granted, I've only ever bought from you, so maybe they are cheaper somewhere, but I can't imagine getting better service anywhere. So to me, that's it's worth every penny of that. Well, one, one of the things when you're running a small business is, is you want to be competitive. You don't have to be the cheapest person around because right. typically if you are the cheapest person, there is a reason. There's a trade-off. Uh, there's a trade-off. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, two weeks or less is our normal turnaround time. Now, we do, mm -hmm. we do work with a lot of folks uh, that have deadlines that they're they're trying to meet, 
and uh, after we've worked with them for a while, typically they'll come in a month in advance and say, okay, I want you to save this day to have my job done. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a matter of scheduling. Well, and communication, right? I mean, you guys can only bail somebody out of their own pickle so many times. So many times. Yeah. <laughs> and you try, but oftentimes it's like, no, you you kind of created this. Yeah, for and, <laughs> and and we have to we have to look at the events that are coming up. Um, at, as as an example, uh, team wrestling comes up next weekend. Mm -hmm. um, we know, we won't know until Monday morning who actually is competing. Right. And we put the names of the teams on the back of the shirts. Really? So we'll wait until Monday morning, but it's already marked off the schedule that we need Monday and Tuesday to print stuff for team wrestling. So if you need something on Monday and Tuesday, sorry about your it's, luck. It's going to be it's going to be really tough to work it in. Yeah. But uh, you guys got that. So if you call them, not Monday and Tuesday coming up. <laughs> but uh, but now individual wrestling, which which takes place two weeks later. Uh, we don't put team names on the back because right. it, it is just the individuals that have earned it. So those are not on the shirts. Um, too many names for a back of a t-shirt. Absolutely. And uh, so those shirts are already printed. They're already, they're already here. They're already ready to go. Um, we do have an online store that we, we post whatever's left over. Um, I think I had 32 shirts left over for bowling. That is not normal. Normally I have a few more. Uh, you know, your ideal goal is to, to have the last shirt for the last customer that wants one, but it's been very, very rarely in the 16 right. or 17 years I've worked with them that we've been able to do that. Well, then you kind of wonder, could I have sold could more? Could I have sold more, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, you'd always rather have a few shirts left over than not have enough. No doubt. No doubt. So, um, ideas tease. Where, where did the idea for ideas come from? Uh, actually, our corporate name is Agri-Ideas. Okay. And uh, that comes from agricultural ideas. Um, after we le after we quit doing the the nationwide marketing work for all of the folks that we were dealing with, nobody understood that. So we simply shortened it to a, a DBA do business as ideas. And then we added ideas T's and and then T W S W A T's. And then when we started working with MTSU, originally it was uh, MTSU Tees, and uh, we have since shortened that to Raider Tees. Uh -huh. um, and uh, so Raider Tees is our primary retail store. Right. Um, and then TSSAA Tees is our high school market. Ideas Tees is everything else. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you have a fantastic business here, family run. Right. Run. Uh, How many of your family members are involved in this business? I have uh, three daughters and my wife. My wife uh, taught for 32 years, and she retired, and and uh, she helps us out as needed. Uh, my middle daughter is still here. Mm -hmm. uh, she, uh, her husband, works for MTSU, and and uh, she's still here, and she's worked for me since she got out of college. Uh, my other two daughters, oldest and youngest, even though they've moved and they're out of town now, they worked for me when it was possible. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the really fun things about the TSSAAT's part is... Uh, Sorry, but the rest of this podcast is not available. You can view it on Facebook at J Harmon Home Team. Sorry for the inconvenience.